0: Hello, my name is Anne DeSantis. I'm the director
1: for the St. Raymond Anatis Foundation for Freedom, Family, and Faith. I want to tell you what's been going on with us since we've been in existence in 2015. The Mercedarian Friars came together and decided that they wanted to start a foundation to make outreach to families in crisis. And that's exactly what they did when the St. Raymond Anatis Foundation came into existence as a nonprofit 501 501c3, headquartered in Philadelphia. Since that time, I became the director in the beginning of 2018, and we basically have four facets to what we do. We offer prayer, priestly consultations, podcasts and videos, and also programs and events. Now, if you've never been to our website, just to to invite you to go to nonazis.org and check out all the great things that we've been doing. Because since that time, since we've been in existence, we've now helped hundreds of families are going through really challenging times, and as you all know, we went through a really challenging time in 2020. So i just like to invite you to go and check out the great things that we're doing, and there's more to come. If you or your church community would like us to come and do some type of an event where we can talk about what we offer in terms of that pastoral accompaniment and making outreach to families in crisis, please do reach out to us. And I'm just so grateful be able to serve, be able to serve people like you and your families. So again, learn about us at nonatis.org. Thank you.
2: Fiat Ministry Network and Patchwork Heart Ministry present Journeys in Faith. Now, here's Andy DeSantis.
1: Hello and welcome to Journeys in Faith here on Fiat Ministry Network. This is Ann DeSantis. It's great to be here. I have a wonderful guest for you this evening. I have Lizanne Hagedorn. And she is the executive director with Nutritional Development Services in Philadelphia. Lizanne, thank you so much for joining us.
0: It is my honor and my pleasure to be here. Thank you, Anne.
1: Same here. And you've also been a guest on my podcast with Bill Snyder, the Sewing Hope podcast. So that was also an honor to have you there doing amazing work. And may I also mention that we got to know each other since I'm on the board for the Catholic Charities Appeal in Philadelphia and Nutritional Development Services is such a big part of that. So um, I have a, a short bio that I wanted to share with everyone, is that you're the Executive Director of the Archdiocese in Archdiocese of Philadelphia Nutritional Development Services, where you've worked for 38 years, continuing lifelong mission and answering people's needs. So Liz, take us on your journey about what, you know, what has it been like for you working over these last Thirty-eight plus years, because I know when mm-hmm. the article was written that you sent me it was probably uh, a couple years back. Uh, maybe it's even beyond those thirty-eight at this point. Uh,
0: so take us on your journey. Sure. Um, thank you again, Anne, for having me. Um, it it has been a journey. I I did know that when I was in college that I wanted to do uh, work. I wanted to do service, I wanted to do meaningful work. And though I studied uh, food marketing at St. Joseph's University, um, I just was always struck by the, the lack of uh, food equity. Um, at first I was concerned with it internationally, um, but then you know, realizing that it was right in, in our backyard, right in my backyard that there, there was a problem with people having access to food. So, um, you know, as Providence has it, um, the Director of Nutritional Development Services, which at that time was probably less than 10 years old, um, posted an internship at St. Joe's and I responded to it and it was to assist the business manager at Nutritional Development Services. And I came and did the internship and then I stayed and eventually got a full-time position with NDS, and I've been here ever since.
1: (laughs) Yeah, you're doing amazing work because let's face it, after this past year with 2020 and even into 2021 with the pandemic, you and I just saw each other actually last week at an event for something called Project Magis, which does the same exact work in helping to bring food to those who need it. And I was blessed to be there for the fundraising event in Philadelphia. And you know, you talked about what it was like for so many families and individuals and that it wasn't just like the poorest of the poor like Mother Teresa talks about, has talked about those poorest of the poor. They were very much like people that were just like you and me, you know, all over the place, whether they be lower income or people who are really um, not having food even when it's not pandemic, during a pandemic time. Um, Can you explain to those watching what was that like over the last, say, year and a
0: half. And it was one of the most incredible experiences that I have ever had, uh, not only in this work, but but as as an individual, as a person of faith. And what we saw, I will sum up by what our driver, we have a a gentleman who drives every day to take food to, to people that need it and People that are donating it, and what he said to me very, very early on in the pandemic was that I am now seeing people in line to get food, who used to be the ones who were giving the food, and and that really laid it out for us um, that we just you know had to do more uh, and had to make things work. We had to go out of out of our normal way of thinking to get food to people that really have maybe have never been in that kind of situation before. And and I I also tell the story that in some of the distributions that we had in the communities, some of the people that were driving through, we knew. And mm-hmm. and God bless them for um, their bravery to, to come through knowing that it, it might be very hard for them personally humility wise but you know when your family needs food you need food and yes. I thought very very important for my staff and and all the people that volunteered with us to just just try to joyfully embrace them you know we're the same we seem to have it today you know maybe in the future you'll have it and you would give it to someone else so it it was just about sharing and really no judgment because the pandemic just opened up something for all of us. We just had no idea how long it would be and what what it was going to mean for all of us. None of us knew if we would have our jobs or our children would go back to school or, or whatever the situation may be. It was really a, a quite unnerving time for everyone
1: Well, I want to commend you on the beautiful work that you and your team has done for the whole entire greater Philadelphia area with nutritional development services. And I also want to invite people who are watching. Now, we get viewers from all over. I'm also in Philadelphia area, but on Fiat Ministry Network and Patchwork Heart Ministry, where it's streamed out, um, it is basically reaching people all over the place. So if they want to check out the great work of this particular archdiocese, I'll go to nutritionaldevelopmentservices.org. Again, we are with Lizanne Hagedorn and she's doing beautiful work. And it's also helping the Catholic Charities Appeal where I'm also on the board and helping to bring hope where hope is needed most. I mean, what's more important than that? And also food for your stomach and, and being able to be fed is just the most important aspect, I think, because how can you really be living out uh, life normally without not having proper nutrition. That's the most important thing. Can you tell us who are watching, uh, how does it work within Nutritional Development Services? Because I'm a member at a parish up in Schwinksville, PA. It's called St. Mary's Parish with Father mm-hmm. Louis Bellopedi as our pastor. And I know that you're probably familiar with the school there. And uh, I'm also on that board too. So I hear about the work of Nutritional Development Services, even from my own parish.
0: That's great, thank you, Anne. So NDS works really in two distinct ways. Uh, The first is to uh, sponsor federal feeding programs for children. And what we're finding more and more that that just doesn't pertain to urban centers, that there, there are pockets throughout our counties where the children are really in need of some healthy meals at little or no cost to their families. So that's one way. But, and then the second way is uh, the community food program where we're able to support cupboards or outreach programs in parishes and and other community groups um, where people can go uh, where they, when they need some assistance with trying to feed themselves and their family. So we try and support these cupboards by uh, conducting food drives and also purchasing, kind of filling in where the food drives um, don't quite make the needs of what families and individuals have and children too. And uh, we try and even out and are able to offer a a pretty good uh, variety of healthy foods for families.
1: Yeah, thank you again. And uh, this is really good work because when you give to nutritional development services, it goes right to getting the food to the people. So don't worry about the fact that whether this month, the money is not going into the proper place. It is helping 100%, right? I mean, it is going to help those families. Now, how can they help in terms of monetary donations? Where would they go? And what if somebody's saying, hey, I live in the greater Philadelphia area. I want to give some food. Can they also do that as well?
0: Sure. There are so many options. And it's amazing how creative people are as far as trying to donate. So the easiest way to donate to NDS, one is to go on to our website, uh, which you mentioned. And we do have a donate button there. All of that money goes to the community food program and that money is used to purchase food. So that's a good return on your investment. Um, NDS can also be supported through the Catholic Charities Appeal, um, which is, has been our backbone for umpteen years. I mean, we would not be what we are without the Catholic Charities Appeal and the support of the board and, and all the people throughout the year that um, that make our work known. And if anyone specifically wants to do anything um, unique or different, uh, we could either hook you up with a food cupboard where you, in your area where they could receive the food from you, or we would make arrangements to have it picked up and transported to a place that you may wanna designate. Um, I think it's, really important to to affirm uh the good work that that the generosity of people and and so we really uh want to make sure we know you're giving from your heart and from your pocket and we want to make sure that the other end uh it 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 goes where it's intended I guess is what I'm trying to say yes uh, you
1: said it very very well now, when we think of the greater Philadelphia, I think of those, I believe there's five counties, right? So it's Philadelphia, Montgomery, Bucks, Chester, and Delaware County. Now, That's are true. there any other outside of that area or is it pretty much just those five commu- five counties?
0: It's pretty much the five counties in which, in which we operate. And amazingly, it's, it's a lot of territory. It is, very from big. From sail all the way down to tuff I mean, there's a lot of miles in between. And I mean, and I, get, I have to say, I give kudos to so many of the parishes and the communities that, that have taken it upon themselves to help those uh, around them. You know, we're, we're obviously not the only game in town. I mean, uh, the one thing we learned through the pandemic, so many wonderful initiatives sprung up because of the need people saw within their own communities. So, yeah,
1: so. everyone deserves to be fed. There's no no one should go hungry no matter what your circumstance. And so I think I think that that's a big part of what it means to be Catholic is just not only providing prayers and and love and and everything, but we need to also provide those material things and food is number 1. I mean, food and drink mm-hmm. is definitely at the very top of the list, you know, when Yes. Yes, and it's a way to to give really to give love to others. I think as well. Um, if somebody's watching, they might be outside of the uh, Greater Philadelphia area, but maybe they love what you're doing. Do you know of other areas in in I don't know in other states or whatever that uh, they could maybe contact or how that would work? I just not. I'm not really sure.
0: Sure. You know what would be a, a great alternative for people who are not in our area, listening area, uh, would be to contribute to Catholic Relief Services mm-hmm. if they wanted to keep it within, within the Catholic faith. The wonderful thing about Catholic Relief Services is when you give to them a quarter of what's collected stays locally mm-hmm. and three quarters of it goes to their programs that are that are international. So you really are doing two things with your with your gift. I mean, you're helping people right near you, and you're also helping people throughout the world. And I, you know that's what we're called to do. You know, every little bit. What do they say? Every little bit we can do can can make a difference in someone's lives. So that's right. I,
1: and I commend you because you've been doing it for so many years now, and uh, and really have you know, really grown into, I know you said, I think before in our other interview, there were three other directors, So you're the third, but you have really grown into this beautiful position of the executive director and done so much over the years. So I just want to thank you. We still have a lot more to talk about. Um, However, we do have to take a short break here on the program already. We're halfway through. So we will be right back here with Lizanne Hagedorn from Nutritional Development Services from the Archdiocese of Philadelphia. We'll see you all in just a few minutes.
2: Today, many students go to college with numerous questions about their faith, yearning to know if the seed planted in them as a child is both true and practical. Using the miracle on the road to Emmaus as a model, young adult ministers conversed weekly for three months with college students about the most pressing questions they had about the Catholic faith. As they journeyed together virtually, something amazing happened. Doubts disappeared, fears faded, and Jesus revealed that He is still alive. Hearts Burning Within Us, the latest book from Patchwork Heart Ministry, is a result of that grace-infused conversation. It is the perfect back-to-school gift for recent high school graduates and current college students. Get your copy for them today at patchworkheart.org or by calling 424-704-3278. That's 424-704-3278.
1: As I said at the beginning of the show that we have a wonderful guest, I'll reintroduce her again after this break. Is Lizanne, Lizanne Hagedorn from the Nutritional Development Services from the Archdiocese of Philadelphia, and you can learn about them at nutritionaldevelopmentservices.org. So be sure to check it out. Uh, a lot of people who are watching right now may be from our area, but even if you're not, uh, I do encourage you to give because you're really helping. A great big area here in the, in this Philadelphia area, it's five counties, as we talked about before the break, of helping people to get food and be fed uh, from Philadelphia, Montgomery, Bucks, Chester, Delaware Counties. So welcome back, Lizanne.
0: Thank you. Yes. So good to be here.
1: Yeah, it really is. and. Um, would you be able to share with our audience uh the way that this position that you're in over the years, how you've been affected and meeting some of the people that you've been able to help, and what has that been like for you over these thirty eight plus years?
0: great, sure, I'd love to share that i you know you hear the uh the expression that we stand on the shoulders of others mm-hmm. and and that's truly the case here uh I was just privileged and honored to work with our founding director, director Patrick Temple West, um, and also the next director, Lorraine Knight. So um, you know they fo- they really forged ahead um, the work of NDS, and I'm just kind of honored to to be on their coattails, as they say. But but what we have seen, and and this is really the the interesting thing, the dichotomy of of the work that we do, is that we we are helping people on on the level. We are band-aiding the situations when people don't have enough food. You know, how can we help them for the long term? We we know that for the day or for the year or the month, however, we're we're helping them to cope and to be the best that they can be. But how, are, how can we help them to really come out of the situations that they're in? And it's a very complicated thing. And, and you know, Philadelphia itself and, and other pockets around the area have, have poverty and we have some very, very high poverty in, in Philadelphia and in the Philadelphia area. So uh, that's always the burning question behind everything we do. I know we're feeding people for a day, a month, a year, but how, how are we ministering to them? And I'd like to believe that we can be the hands, the face, the legs to bring the message of hope, um, that we care about someone, that we care about them this day that we, we want to share with them, the resources that we that we have uh, in our, I guess, in what we do, we've, we've been um, given resources, we're able to use federal funds as well as, as donations from people. And I think it's important that we look long-term to see how we can solve some of the issues that people are finding themselves in that prolong them being in a situation where they continue to be hungry and and worrying about how they're gonna feed their families.
1: Yeah, that's, that's a good point. Worrying where how they're going to feed their families. That's an important thing because when you think about it, these moms, these dads, these grandparents, these aunts and uncles or neighbors, you know, they worry about not only themselves, but they worry about the children and the elderly and people who, you know, we're all dependent on eating every day, right? But I mean, the, the those who are in our care, right? Those mm-hmm. who are in our care. Mm-hmm. And so I just think it's a beautiful thing that you are helping um, all ages. And now when you think of the schools, you're making a huge impact. Uh, like I said, I'm a member of St. Mary Parish up in Schwenksville, PA mm-hmm. with Father Louis Belpedia our pastor. I know that I've received the emails from church about nutritional development services and how they've serve the people at my parish and the parish school. So um, I'm, I'm just very grateful to you and to your team and to the archdiocese uh, for offering this because I can't imagine what it would be like to be a student and go to school and sit there and have nothing to eat for lunch and seeing other people eat and think I just, my parents can't afford to, to give me lunch on this day. So uh, isn't that wonderful? Tell us a little bit about those actual meals that you're providing for the schools. Like, what are they? What, what is it like for the students? Do they get something in the morning, too? I, I, I'm pretty sure that they're provided uh, snacks and things like that as well.
0: Yes. So, uh, this year, last year and this year are quite unique in that the uh, federal government has, has made it possible for all children in any of the schools we sponsor to receive a free breakfast and a free lunch. So, I mean, in essence, these are our tax dollars at work. So the beauty of that is that you don't have any of the stigma Oh, that child gets school lunch or that child gets school breakfast, that it's that's available to anyone who would like it. And so I think uh, not only is the child being nourished, hopefully, Other children are taking advantage of it as well. So um, the children are ready to learn, which is amazing, is is what we need. I mean, I I feel that our our children have so many distractions today, worrying about things uh, on social media. So, you know, getting them into their schoolwork um, playing hard, learning hard. I mean, these are all, of, all the things we want for our children. And at the same time, for those families, and you're absolutely right, Ann, there are, there are grandparents who are raising children. There are aunts and uncles who are raising children. Um, and it just takes a load off of them knowing that the child will have the fuel that it needs to, to go through the school day and even it, even after, after school into their activities. So uh, the, another program we have is the after school snack and supper program where children that are in some type of enrichment program are able to get another meal or a snack to hold them over till dinner time. So I, I, I feel that it, it does two things, nourishes the child and also for those parents that are struggling, it really assists them with their budgeting and um, and worry. And um, you know, there's I know personally, there's so much I take for granted. I open my refrigerator, there's food in there. I go to the supermarket. I I don't, I'm not concerned whether I have enough money to to stretch and to feed all those that are depending on me. So. You know, I am grateful for that. And and that's another reason why I I love this work, because I want other people not to have the concern of how to feed their how to get their children what they need.
1: Yeah, It's really beautiful because as a parent or a grandparent or a caretaker of sorts, whether it's for young children or for elderly or just anybody, um, there's a concern about Health and wellness, because if we don't have that, we really can't do anything else. And if we're not being fed properly, you know, that's like the ground floor of health. It really is. Mm-hmm. And um, and you know, I know that there's big statistics out there, which you probably know better than I do, that how many young children aren't being fed properly at home, and then they come to school might be the only place that they actually get something that's good to eat. I don't know if you could talk a little bit about that as well.
0: Yeah, this was really a concern of ours with the onset of the pandemic, Um, because with schools and childcare centers shut down when when the governor shut down uh, those institutions, we were concerned how those children and how those families were going to fare without having access to those meals. So very quickly, uh, we reached out to a lot of the community groups that we worked with during our summer program. And these people were just amazing. Um, you know, everyone was so fearful of the virus. No one knew what, you know, what, what our future looked like with this, but there were so many groups that stepped forward and said, you know what, we'll give out meals to the community. And literally in rain, snow, sleet, hail, They were out there uh, once a week distributing meal kits to parents and to children. Whoever came, no questions asked. And so each kid had uh, seven days of breakfast, seven days of lunches. So it would minimize the contact, but it was knowing that there was a resource Mm. for those families, for those kids who really relied on school meals. And so we did that, the uh, school district of Philadelphia did that and, and some other groups. But uh, my, my heroes are those groups that committed to that through the unknown period of this COVID outbreak and said, we'll be on the front lines making sure kids and families had food. So that, I mean, to me that just gave meaning to every, everything during that time. That people were not without.
1: Mm. Well, it's like we said during the show with the Catholic Charities appeal; it brings hope where hope is needed most, and I would add that it brings food where food is need, needed most too. Right? It's
0: exactly. Almost one and
1: the same. Yeah, one and in the
0: same.
1: Yeah, I want to thank you because you and your team and all those people who are connected with Nutritional Development Services—they they were on that front line in 2020 and 2021 and maybe even still right now, as we're still in quotes coming out of this pandemic, which hopefully we are coming out of it, right? Yes. <laughs> uh, so uh, yeah, I, I thank you so much from personally from me and also the people here at Journeys in Faith and Fiat Ministry Network, Patchwork Heart Radio for doing incredible work. Um, as we're headed toward the end of the program, I wondered if you wanted to tell us anything about things that are happening in this year, the end of this year, 2021, and into next year where people might be able to get involved or uh giving campaigns anything like that
0: sure i would love to do that um we're starting we're, we're a little concerned with um what's happening with the potential for increased inflation with the moratorium on the rent subsidies uh going away and um people not receiving as much in their unemployment; that the holidays may be a very difficult time for a lot of families. Um, there may be uh, a situ; there may be situations we're anticipating situations where people um, will be in need. So, so we're concentrating on that. But the other thing that we do have coming up um, that we're working with Catholic Social Services on is the 23rd of October this month. Uh, it's called boot up Philly. And we will be having in the uh, parking lot at the Archdiocese Office Center, um, people will be able to come to get a pair of boots for the winter. Um, They will be able to get some uh, diapers, some food and some uh, other types of things that we are anticipating that people will need as we head into the cold months. knowing that people have not fully recovered from this pandemic and all of its effects.
1: So yeah, that that's good to know because we're coming into those co- cooler months, aren't we? And, and uh, yeah. so for them to, to get that information, would you be able to mention, is there a specific email address or anything that they could reach out for more info or is it right on that website?
0: Um, it probably is on the Catholic Social Services website. Okay, which I don't know off the top of my head, but it's called Boot Up Philly.
1: Boot Up Philly.
0: Okay, Boot Up Philly, and uh, trying to try to equip people with some of the material things they need as as we head into what the Farmers' Almanac says is going to be a crazy. Winter. Oh boy!
1: Yeah, thank you. I didn't know that, yeah. so it's good to yeah. to know and be get prepared and just lift up that prayer before it all happens. Yes, exactly. So, uh, so Liz, I just want to thank you so much for being a guest here on Journeys in Faith. Uh, would you please come back again? I'd love to. Thank you so much, Anne. Thank you. God thank bless. You. And once again, I just want to mention again, please do connect with Liz Anne Hegdorn at, at NutritionalDevelopmentServices.org. We'll see you all here next week on Journeys in Faith on Fiat Ministry Network. God bless.
0: Thank you, Anne. God bless you.
2: Journeys of Faith is a production of Fiat Ministry Network and Patchwork Heart Ministry. For more information about Journeys of Faith, email info at fiatministrynetwork.tv. And be sure to friend, follow, and like us on social media. Just search Journeys in Faith with Ann DeSantis.